Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, welcome to today's episode. Oh my goodness, is the year flying. (laughs) There's so many things. And it's getting, my daughter asked me the other day how many more weeks of school left. And it's actually five, after this week, it's five weeks um, until the end of the year. Um, I'm recording this uh, in the middle, at the end of October. So by the time you hear this, it might be just under four weeks. Anyway, it's getting awfully close. So today, and this is part of what triggered the, um, the, the topic for today, which is turning overwhelm into action. And it's, it's so easy to get overwhelmed um, in so many areas of our life. There's so many things thrown at us. And I, I hear this a lot. You're like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. It's, it's, just, it's just too much. Um, and this, this goes for running your finances in your business. It's, you know, how to manage your finances in your personal life. And it's, it's just general life stuff as well. Um, and everything compounds on one or the other. And everything is a priority. And everybody wants everything now and you were constantly contactable and there's so many methods of, of communication as well I was thinking the other day I was like the amount of apps I have on my phone as different ways for different groups of people to contact me whether it's the school or mastermind I'm in and then there's another mastermind I'm in and they all communicate with, through different apps um, and then my daughter's school there's the parent chat and then there's the school thing and it was just this, yeah it just gets a little overwhelming um, but the thing is overwhelm can become a bit of a habit it's that kind of the busyness of being busy or the yeah anyway there's a saying around that um we we do get into so a little bit of it relates to habits and just the general state of being that we we kind of wake up with the concept and the thoughts around overwhelm and then overwhelm then ensues it's thing that's what we then experience as a result of constantly focusing on it um it isn't quite as simple as saying i'm just going to focus on not being overwhelmed and it'll disappear not at all that's that's not what i'm saying uh but there are there's sort of two layers to it that i wanted to explore today one is the is the mindset layer um, and this also came out of another lady that I follow um, who put it in this way. I've, I've read it like this before as well, but it just reminded me of it. And then so that's sort of the, the under layer. And then the, the almost outer layer is then the things that we can actually physically do to delve into the inner layer, the mindset to then move us through that stuckness from overwhelm into action. And so that's what I wanted to, to go through today. So I'll, I'll take you through the, the inner layer and the outer layer, and then I'll start to dive into what each of them are. So the mindset side, it often be, it begins with beliefs. It's what we believe about a certain topic. So if just as an example, we believe that looking at our numbers is hard, we don't understand it, and it's just not something that you're good at. If you keep on saying to your, saying that to yourself, it will be true. So there's the belief aspect of this and then the thoughts that are the communication of those beliefs. So that thinking piece around this is what my mind is telling me, but it's linked back to the inner, that core belief, which could really link back to something in childhood where you were told you weren't good at math or you weren't organized or you can't focus or whatever it happens to be, whatever those things are that you were told as a kid that implanted themselves in your belief system, they are playing on the thoughts. 
And then those thoughts lead to a physical emotion, which is, you know, you feel overwhelm and that wherever that feels like in your body like think of it now whenever I talk about it for me it just kind of sits around the heart center space I don't know why um for some it might be in your it might be in your tummy might be more in the sacral area and sort of you could even link it to some of your chakras really if you wanted to so how where do you feel it in your body because it's important to pinpoint that because you might even find that there's some issues that you are having in those parts of your body, some physical pain, some nausea, some something or other that's physically manifesting based on these thoughts and these beliefs that you're happening, that you're experiencing. Um, and all of that then links to the actions that you take. So they're, they're, the, they're the underlying mindset side of it. So then how do we deal with that in our more present outer world? Because... Just knowing this and even delving into it to a certain extent is is great and there's an awareness factor as well that goes with that. But then how do we even get that awareness? Like how, how do we do that piece? How do we delve into our beliefs? How do we, you know, manage our thoughts better? And how do we you know, be able to feel our emotions without having them drown us? Because feeling emotions is good. We suppress a lot of our emotions a lot of the time. You know, we just have to like suck it up or, you know, what's um was it toughen up by the cup like all of this sort of stuff like we there's, there's kind of like catch cry phrases of the modern world which are not serving us because then we do get flooded with emotions that are perhaps more extreme than we would normally have experienced because we suppress a lot of things and then our physical body suffers as a result too so firstly we need reflection and for that you need time so there's the reflection itself is one thing, but then the, creating the time and the space for that reflection. And then the next step is allowing clarity to come through and the communication that's coming from your inner being and the things that you know to be true and real that you don't listen to because you don't have the time and the space to reflect, to be able to, to gain that clarity. And even traveling, I find, really does this. I, I was not about two weeks ago, I was in Adelaide with my daughter and even just the flight there, my daughter was busy with some activities. She watched a little bit of iPad as well. And I actually had some space to just sit and be with my thoughts. And even just the trip itself it was out of the ordinary, out of routine. We were just, we were there to visit family. There was no fixed agenda there was you know we weren't rushing from thing to thing and had lots of sightseeing to do we just kind of rolled with it which was really nice <laughs> um and oh my gosh I had so many ideas I came back with notes in my phone notes in the notebook that I had with me um and it was just it was really really awesome so I had that time and that space to just be able to be and reflect and gain some clarity and then you can plan so once you have a lot of these things, then you're like, okay, the, the action then is to start to plan and then to action the plan. So there's there's like a pre-action and a post-action. There's the pre-action, which is planning the plan, and then there's the executing the plan. Um, so these these that's what I mean. There's like the four elements of the inner world, and then there's the four elements of the outer world. But ultimately, the action and plan are the last step of both, and that's what comes together to really ignite where you need to go and to do the things that you need to do. So I'll delve into each of those a bit more. I, I already started to because I can't help myself because I just get so so sort of inspired by all of this. So if you think back to the beliefs and and I have I have on my on my um on my website I do have a free download on limiting beliefs. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes in case you're interested. But it's it's really just a prompt to get you to think about 
what beliefs you have, write them down because otherwise they're in your head. And do you know how much is already in your head? That's what's contributing to the overwhelm. <laughs> so sometimes getting it out of your head onto the page is part of the process. And it's part of that removing the mental overload that is contributing to the overwhelm. And it's all this over stuff, isn't it? But then you can be, you know, I, I always think the word over, it isn't always related to anything I'm on a bit of a tangent here, but into anything positive, like there's overwhelm, there's overexcited, there's overtired, you know, there's, I don't know why, but it should, there shouldn't always be such a negative connotation. Anyway, back to beliefs. So write them down, the beliefs that you have. And then quite often they'll be mixed in with the thoughts that you think. And once you are aware of your beliefs and you've written them down and you've eyeballed them because then they start to implant a certain image in your brain, um, be conscious and just pay attention. You don't need to do anything else, but just pay attention to the words that you're saying in your head. So they're your thoughts, the words that you're putting to the beliefs that you have especially when situations occur or when you know you get something from the accountant or a bill arrives or it's the end of month and you need to reconcile your accounts or you need to monitor your cash flow you need to move money around you need to put you know all these things just monitor the thoughts that are going through your head as you're doing those things or what you're thinking before you should do them and what happens after that are you procrastinating what are you doing or not doing and just write it down it's a little bit of journaling as well but it's an important part to write it down because when you start to progress and grow and develop when you look back at what you've written down you'd be like oh my gosh I used to be like that wow I'm so glad I've taken control of things and I've started to grow and develop and be aware and believe that I can change and be the person that I want to be and the person that I need to be to have the impact I want to have in the world and to do the things that I want to do how I want to do them and when I want to do them and all sorts of the, all, all the things so then have a think when those thoughts start to come to you where does it feel in your body so where are you feeling the emotion related to those thoughts? And these can be good thoughts and not so good thoughts. We always focus on the negative ones, but let's let's also let's capture the good ones too. Because if you're feeling the good ones in the same place as the bad ones, it's going to be very difficult to differentiate between the good thoughts and the bad thoughts because the body will just process it in the same way. So it'll it'll take you right back to the negative beliefs if your positive emotions are in the same part of the body. Or do they feel slightly differently as well? So just, just really tune into your body and your feelings and where they are and how they, the kind of feeling. Like whenever you know, my daughter had some tummy pain over the weekend, I was like, what kind of pain is it? Does it feel like an, just a dull ache? Is it growing? Does it feel like something is inside you? Does it, is it like a sharp pain, like there's knives pricking you? Like what? Tune into that level of detail because the more detail you have, the more information you have to work with and the more sensory it becomes. We are very sensual, sensual sensory beings. We've confused the concept of sensuality with sexuality, but that's very different. So sensuality, we have, we have fingers that we touch. We have all these senses on our skin that we can feel. We have hearing, we have taste, we, have, you know, we can feel the wind on our skin. Acknowledge those senses and feel them very, very uh, in a live state. And then the level of action or activity that comes from that. Are you being spurred to activity or are you being spurred towards procrastination and inactivity? And sometimes it could just be, I just need to rest. Like on Monday, I was just feeling a bit blah that day. It was also that time of the month. And I'm like, you know what? 
I am going to give my spa- myself space and permission to just rest. Do I have things to do? Yes, I do. Will it matter if I do them tomorrow? No. Is it okay for me to sit and just be and just close my eyes or just read a book or just watch a TV show even? Um, and yes, and it felt really good. I was so much more energized the next day. It's quite amazing. Just the power of rest. <laughs> so that's the, the inner world. Now let's look at the outer world and what will help facilitate getting in touch with that inner world. The reflection. Start to look backwards, start to contemplate, just give yourself that ability to review and reflect rather than constantly moving forward and going from one thing to the next and checking off your checklist and going through your task list. Gosh, that even sounds exhausting. Just give yourself the the gift of reflection and then the time to do it and the time to just be. Like I was saying, it's really important to just create the space and the time to just be still hear the birds in the morning even though they can annoy you at four o'clock when I've been hearing them lately (laughs) but just acknowledge the sounds of nature the sounds of the household the sounds around you um, and just kind of appreciate things and just I suppose look at it with brighter lens and then the clarity that that starts to give you as well it's just it's amazing it's even like it's it's equivalent to to me anyway of sitting just staring at the ocean for a while there's that transfixing kind of thing when you look at the horizon and you see the flowing waves the glistening of the sun if the sun's there or the moving of the clouds if it's a cloudy day and just noticing the moments and the special little things and you're probably wondering what has this got to do with money a lot it has a lot to do with money and how we show up and how we see things and the, the, the willingness we have to give ourselves the grace to have the time and the space to learn things and to recognize that we don't know it all and that we do need to take an active interest and we can't just offload it to a, a professional because that's, that's just going to be, you know, more overwhelmed when something happens that we don't understand and we've got to try and answer a question or, or fix it. Um, so getting clarity on what you need to do is where all this is getting and that from that clarity, you can make a plan and from that plan, which is step by step, you don't have to, and you don't have to have the whole thing planned out, just have at least one step and that will start your plan. And then from there, you take the action to, to do that first step on your plan and then bit by bit, it will build. And you'll get the clarity or the information that you have after doing that first step will give you more clarity to do the next. And if you don't have that clarity, go back to the beginning. Have some time for reflection. Review your beliefs. Think about your thoughts. Be conscious and just take the time. And you'll be amazed at the level of heightened awareness and clarity and energy that you get from it. Because going from that overwhelm to that action, it feels brilliant. And you do it consistently again and again, and your belief system will start to change. So this is, you see how this is working? You go from one, the inner to the outer, to the inner to the outer, and you just keep on growing from there. And the reflection's important because you'll start to see the growth. And it'll be done incrementally so your body won't feel threatened. It won't feel like it's having to fight or flight, that you're, you're keeping it safe, and that everything that's happening is happening deliberately by your design and the plan and the actions that you're taking. So sit with that and start to do this little by little and get into the practice and the ritual of doing it. We, we have this word habit and it's okay, but it's, I love the word ritual because it signifies something that's a bit deeper 
You know, there's the inner ritual and then perhaps the outer habit, you know, however you, however you connect with it. But just do it ritualistically um, again and again and you'll start to see some amazing shifts happen in your thoughts and in your outer world as well as your inner world. Enjoy the rest of your day.